Hey, hey, uh, check out the podium. Look at this. Mr. Reynolds has apparently changed his name to Turd Ferguson. Yeah, that's right. Turd Ferguson. It's a funny name. Great. And welcome back to another edition of the Podmen. I'm not Turd Ferguson. I'm Brad. I'm Alex. I'm Podman Ron. All right. And every time. Can you, you just kind of get the delay down. <laughs> yeah, and he likes to have that dramatic pause in there. I like that dramatic pause there. That's what, what keeps the audience coming back week after yeah. week as, we, as we're back. And, uh, you, you know, it's been kind of a slow news week, boys. I mean, nothing really has been going on too much other than, of course, the, uh, the steamroller success that Shang-Chi is. Ah, uh, man, I tell you what, it's still going. <laughs> Podman, Ron, you know how to pick them. Uh, and as we, man. as we get into what you're looking at uh, later uh, this episode, uh, I have a little something to talk about that's related to Shang-Chi that uh, I would like to talk about and maybe make some amends somewhere along the way. But before we get into that, let's get into the news. All right, and like I said, not a whole lot of news going on as we're anxiously awaiting the Eternals. Uh, but Podman Ron, right before in the green room, we were talking a little bit about Andrew Garfield uh, and the upcoming Spider-Man No... I always forget, No Way Home? Is that it? No Way Home? Uh, yeah, yes, I think no that's way right. Way, no Way Home. Uh, that uh, maybe the talks of this, uh, the alleged Spider-Man reunion, is uh, they've been greatly exaggerated. Well, yeah, I, uh, I was going to say that I, uh, God, am I stumbling or what? <laughs> I have not been drinking tonight. So. No, have you had coffee yet? Uh, I've had like three cups. Oh, so, okay, yeah, well, there you go. That, that probably explains it. it. No, I was reading earlier, you know, they came up uh, last week or so. They had this picture of Andrew Garfield in the Spider-Man outfit, you know, on set supposedly. And, you know people were like oh, there he is you know he's in costume and it leaked everywhere and you know everybody was like there's confirmation that he is going to be in no way home which is the big rumor because they're saying that toby mcguire andrew garfield it's all going to be all the spider-mans from the previous movies and it's all the multiverse crap um so that's that was that hit last week and then now andrew garfield's coming on the record saying no wait a minute you know that that was photos well actually <laughs> a couple of days ago he went he he's like that was photoshopped that was not me someone just it was a deep fake someone put on that spider-man that's not me blah 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 well then today i was reading that he is going on the record to say y'all are you know people are going to be really disappointed and far no way home <laughs> or what the fuck it's called right uh because he's not in it he's it, He's saying, you guys are, Marvel fans are going to be disappointed because I am not in this movie. Wow. So, like I was telling you earlier, you know, I don't know if this is just him doing the, a huge fake right. out. Right. Or if maybe it's just Tobey Maguire in it since it's Tobey Maguire's villains. Or, or maybe he's, it's he's in there for know. a total of two minutes. Maybe that. But... <laughs> But he is, you know, swearing that he is not in this movie. So I don't know. You know, I, 
honestly though why would he even you know even if say he wasn't in the movie why would he be so adamant to say he wasn't in the movie I right mean, publicity publicity for him to say yeah i was in the movie or they're just you know, if you want to believe or if you want to believe i'm in it go for it you know whatever or, yeah. or you know there's probably a contractual agreement for him not to sure. say anything <laughs> oh, well, well, right. And I didn't mean it like that, but might as well not say anything. Why say anything? Why, right, why, why even say anything? More, right. I, maybe so, they're just trying to drum up some business because it has been kind of quiet. Other than, you know, we had that the trailer that came out and got everybody excited and all that kind of stuff for the Sinister Six. But, uh, uh, again, when... Well, and, and, but, you know, I mean, Marvel has a, a knack of... Uh, well, at least the TV shows of disappointing because Vision Scarlet Witch, <laughs> you know, WandaVision was, eh, everybody was kind of disappointed how that all ended up. You know, we were all believing the Quicksilver was going to be the real Quicksilver or Miss Visto right. was coming or, you know, but we were all let down Left by that. Left with a boner. So, yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. So, <laughs> uh, but didn't, uh, Alex, you're the, uh, the more um, uh, cerebral of the the three of us at least uh didn't uh uh vision scarlet witch or whatever wanda vision uh win an emmy or something right or was it nominated it won won three emmys yeah so how about that so you're talking about how disappointing the marvel tv shows are alex is over here saying yeah disappointed by the emmy winning marvel tv shows yeah the emmy winning marvel shows yeah so take that for song (laughs) <laughs> they want for music, for makeup and costuming. Okay, and I think visual effects. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, it was a little spotty there towards the end on that visual effects, but Dad, are you a visual effects expert? Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, and I am. I am not. So I'll just uh, I will concede to you on the visual. <laughs> Because I, I really don't give a shit, honestly. Yeah, I don't give a shit either. Just, I, I think we've all stated how wildly disappointing WandaVision was. <laughs> but it well, was enjoyable. I, it was enjoyable. Yeah, you fun. know why it kept people talking for, you know, five, six weeks when it was on? Or, and, but, you know, like I said, it, it kind of ended with a thud. So it was a little disappointing. But but it did have great songs. I loved all those tunes that they wrote for it. I thought I thought... That's a well-deserved Emmy right there. All right. Go go retro with the costumes and the songs, and uh, you can win a few Emmy. Uh, Our our good friend uh, Don Cheadle did not win. Is that correct? Uh, He didn't win. He didn't win for Best Guest Actor. (laughs) But, but, But someone else did win. Claire Foy? or Somebody won for a minute and a half appearance on the crown or something like that so i really thought don Cheadle had a, may have had a chance there but wow. a minute and a half i mean damn yeah. I, sunk. <laughs> yeah I mean no one i don't think anybody even cares again I, I when i opened it up it's like did they happen have they happened did they when was uh, no one cares about that anymore i don't think do they i didn't uh, i didn't see much. any advertising for it yeah i, I Usually yeah. I see Emmys like all the time. Didn't see one. Like I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Is it even trend? I don't even think the Emmys was trending like on Twitter or anything. Not trending on our podcast, evidently. Um, it just didn't matter. Doesn't matter. 
But you know what does matter is going back in time and fixing things. And that's what we saw a little bit in the uh, trailer for Picard. And Podman Ryan, I know you are oh. a huge Picard fan. Oh. Uh, Here's where I become irrelevant to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this, is where we can all, all. this is where we all take a nap because Podman Ryan's going to talk about how much he loves Jean-Luc Picard. Well, you know I did not like the uh, first season of that show. And, I, uh, and now the yeah, third season. Damn. Yeah, I'm just, you know what? If this first season wasn't so bad, if it wouldn't have been so bad, I would probably be a little bit more excited about this trailer. Uh, but I just don't have high hopes for this. I, I mean, it looks a little bit interesting. It looks a little bit better, but I know how bad they screwed up the first season. So and, I, I'm going to be very <laughs> optimistic, cautious about it. And you know how bad uh, Star Star Trek uh, No Way Home was, or whatever, <laughs> whatever that was. Didn't we already go back in time to save the whales? Why does Solo John Luke have to go back in time again? Is when it they run into each other a lot? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Why not have Jean-Luc go back to the 80s and uh, run into Spock and uh, Kirk? Spock and them. That would be great. Uh, So did they run out of budget? Are they like, you know what? These fucking spaceships are expensive. (laughs) Let's let's go back in time to uh, 2021. (laughs) And... uh, that's convenient. That's convenient. Yeah. So I don't know. It always always feels a little sticky when they do that. But uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm 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 look. I guess I'm looking forward to. I don't know. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of indifferent. I was really I was really let down by Picard. So wow. Which streaming service is that on? Which one of them? Paramount. 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 Used to be used to be CBS, but now it's Paramount. So. Wow. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, no one cares about Star Trek. All right, so enough about that nonsense. Something that everybody does care about, something that's right on target. This is too dangerous. Definitely not this one. You'll have to say definitely like that. Holy shit. There are arrows more dangerous than that one? All right, that's right. We finally get a sneak peek at the long-awaited Hawkeye. Uh, yes. Another, uh, <laughs> and uh, Alex, you're wincing a little bit. I'm not sure if that's excitement or... I'm so, oh. so excited. Wow. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw my joke out here up top. Now that uh, Shang-Chi can be the most boring Marvel character ever. Hawkeye can really let loose here. Hawkeye looks fucking excitement here. I mean, he is no longer watching paint dry, this uh, Jeremy Renner character. He has uh, relinquished that bow and arrow over to Shang-Chi as the most boring character now, I think. Uh, Podman Ron, what did you think about this one? Are you excited about Hawkeye finally? Yeah, I I gotta say, this is... uh... This is what I feel like Captain, um, I mean... Captain Winter Soldier? Yeah, Captain Winter Soldier, what the fuck it was called. This is what I feel like Falcon and Winter Soldier should have been. Like, this looks like a buddy, fun TV show, not filled with a bunch of fucking political bullshit. This feels like it's going to be your... And like I told Alex, you can never go wrong when you make your drop setting... To Christmas, you know. I mean, did Shane Black write this show? 
Yeah, uh, you know, exactly. I mean, you can never go wrong when your backdrop is it's Christmas. A, a actually, buddy action movie and Christmas. Go ahead, Alex. I think Black Panther would have been perfect as a writer on this show. Yeah. Like, I'm just thinking about, like, nice guys. Like, that's perfect. Iron Man? Yeah, Iron Man but, 3 like, or I don't, 2. I, yeah, I, three. I, obviously, from my review of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I disagree with PMR's assessment of that show. I don't think Hawkeye or Falcon Winter Soldier should be like this. Captain America is a political character just from the name itself. But Hawkeye, man, this show, this show's taking, this show's taking my favorite comic book run, Mass Fraction's Hawkeye, and just putting it on the big screen. And it looks so. It does look good. I will concede to your to you saying that because you always said that that Matt Fraction run was great. Everybody loved it, and and well, and it was entertaining, but. It's not my Hawkeye, you know. It's not. It is your Hawkeye. Hawkeye. It ain't the Hawkeye I grew up this with. Is, so. And like Brad said, this is the first time where Jeremy Renner seems like he can actually show some charisma. Yeah, <laughs> actually, he did. Like he, was, he had like he had like like sarcastic looks on his face. Yeah. he wasn't so so wooden. He's letting loose. Like, I'm telling you. I was uh, like, wow. And that the, shot of him, like, uh, my favorite shot in the show is that is the one of him like ziplining above the. The Christmas tree oh, yeah. in Rockford Square. I was like, "Wow, that's so pretty." It still looks great. It looks well, really good. Uh, the actress that they got playing, uh, Kate Bishop, right? Perfect. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it was. It just looked like a really fun show. It's, it's going to be. I hope. I hope I'm not disappointed. I mean, these Marvel shows have been kind of. Eh, they've not really just wowed me too much so far. So this one, this one looks the best out of all the trailers I've seen. All I just right. absolutely love this trailer. Uh, I hope so, this one and Moon Knight and She-Hulk uh, all make the grade for you. Although, she, I mean, Moon Knight's costume, if what I've been seeing is uh, the actual costume that they're going with, I, it looks pretty damn cool. So I'm looking forward to that, too. Um, but, yeah, uh, the Hawkeye trailer, that's spot on, man. It's... Right on target. Yeah. Right bullseye. on target. They hit a bullseye with it. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty good, Brian. And then there's the rumor that Kingpin. Yeah, Kingpin may be in it, right? No, I heard Mephisto was going to be in it, too. No, no, no. There's There could be, uh, what's his face, Vincent D'Onofrio Kingpin, right, Alex? Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin from Daredevil. All right. Yeah. Why people, would lose, people would lose their shit if he was. I guess uh, I, people... I, th- I think I would lose my shit. People Ryan loved it. it. People I loved just, it. I'll have to go back and watch a little bit. I never finished watching uh, season three of Daredevil. Was there three seasons of it? Yeah, it was. It was excellent. So, oh, okay. Hey, uh, Alex, was season three when the Kingpin rose to power? Yeah, yeah. When he actually was, became the Kingpin, it was uh, amazing. I I the, story, it. the story in that was incredible. I mean, Daredevil's was really time. Like, yeah, I, that that those are three strong seasons of a show. Was it? Season okay. three good, but season three is amazing. It just starts out really slow. Yeah. Season three, the first half is kind of slog, but that back half is intense as hell. Um, yeah, cannot recommend Daredevil high enough. Okay, well, it, I may try yeah. to watch that. If it's Pretty on good. anywhere, is it still on Netflix or no? They took yeah. it off. It is okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, they own that turn, so. <laughs> they own it forever. I didn't know if they had to bury it deep, deep, deep. No, no, it's still up there. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. 
Jessica Luke Cage again. I don't think we're ever gonna. No, no Luke Cage, so, no Jessica Jones, no Iron Fist. So when is the uh, Hawkeye premiering? Is it like November twenty second? I believe. Yeah, it's the, it's the day before Thanksgiving. Okay. All right, great family fun. Gather everybody around and watch Hawkeye. Gather and, around, and everybody. the big thing is that everybody's saying, "Oh my God, he's got a hearing aid. He's got a hearing yeah, aid." Yeah, what's that's the big that's the big shocker. Well, well, that's from the Matt Fraction book. Yeah, well, of course. Everybody's excited. But the thing is, is he's never had it before in the movie, so I don't know. He just... may have got it during the Endgame battle. That's what. Yeah, yeah. retcon. Excellent. Easy. He stood. <laughs> nothing. I just. I. I don't have anything. I got nothing for you. Well, I got nothing on that. I no. just whatever. All right. Well, speaking of some. <laughs> What's that? He got rid of the mohawk. He did. Yeah, he's well, looking kind of normal. Was, and, he's a family man now. His family's back. Did you get rid of all the tats? Is he all tatted up? Well, Linda Cardellini didn't show up in the trailer, so I'm wondering maybe they got divorced. Maybe she was like, "No, the tats." Come on, this is no, no, because no, because he's talking to her on the phone. Yeah, well, he could. No, he could be talking to his daughter. All he says is "baby," like "baby, it's okay." And you know, it is a little thing we like to call movie magic, where they can talk to an actor on the phone, but the actor actually not really there. What? No. Yeah, it's it's called movie magic. You'll understand. It's an insider type thing. There's no reason to make him divorce. I mean, it's not like he's going to bang Kate Bishop. I mean, Brad, this is why you get the big bucks. That's right. That's right. Well, we're we're just saying that maybe she's just, you know, she's literally not in it, but, you know, physically the actress is not there. It doesn't mean that they have to get a divorce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Since he's. I just think her marriage. All right. Well, speaking of things that have ended. This one hurt. Sometimes I feel like a spider, even though I'm a moth. Just barely hanging on to my web with an everlasting fire underneath me. I'm not feeling good. And so the moth, the, the doctor says, moth, man, you're troubled. But you should be seeing a psychiatrist. Why on earth did you come here? And then the ma said, because the light was on. All right. Well, that can only only mean that Norm MacDonald passed away suddenly. uh, Loss of uh, who everybody is now calling a uh, comic legend, right? Well, you know what? I mean, honestly, I never understood why, other than the fact that he didn't fit in with the the progressives of Hollywood because he insulted everybody. Right. And, I mean, he is brutal in the standup. I mean, in anything he's in, actually, he was, God, I hate to hear that he passed away. No, you're, you're, was, you're not he, thinking he of hilarious. Dennis Miller, right? No, I don't okay. know. I mean, because <laughs> he you, didn't fit in. Just, right. Have you, have you ever just listened to go, go to YouTube. I need and to do just, that just put in the best of norm mcdonald and there's like a shitload of just different clips of his throughout the years on letterman on snl on you know wherever and and then some of it's just a stand-up routine and i mean i guarantee you, you'll be crying laughing because okay. he's just so brutal with people i'll give him a and, shot uh, and the whole reason you know he got fired from saturday night live right. the whole reason being is because the an executive the big executive programming of saturday night live of of nbc was best friends with oj simpson and so 
Norm McDonald was, you know, doing the, uh, you know, the weekend update. Right. And every joke was about OJ Simpson in week after week. And, uh, so the guy fired him for it pretty much. I mean, he never said that. He's like, Oh, you're not funny. That's why we're firing you. But it was basically because of that. I mean, but his OJ jokes, his Michael Jackson jokes. Oh my God. They're freaking hilarious. I loved him in Billy yeah. McGuire or not, not happy. Yeah. Bill. Yeah. Happy Gilmore. What? No, it was shit. What was it? He was in Billy McGuire, right? I don't know. One of those Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. You've got to, uh, you know, he's in Mike Tyson, uh, mysteries he was that's busy. right i think adult swim ran a uh a bunch of mike tyson's as uh as a, as a tribute as a tribute as we're all doing now well what's funny though brandon you, you kind of said it is that all these people now are just not like realizing how funny he actually right. was and, and they're just putting it out there you know but he really was i mean he just didn't get the credit he really deserved because i, I honestly think that no one wanted to put him in anything because he was just ruthless. He just didn't give a shit. So, uh, you know, it, it's funny. Y'all, y'all should, yeah, he will huge miss. If y'all, if y'all want to laugh, just go to uh, YouTube, listen to some of his stuff. It's great. All right. Well, after, after people listen and laugh to our podcast, maybe they can do that. Maybe you don't drive our audience away there, Podman Ron. Well, <laughs> yeah, Podman. I'm sorry about Stop that. Stop what you're doing now. Just go ahead. Just, just go ahead. Get a better show. Just save, get some save yourself a little 20 bit. 20-year-old clips of Norm MacDonald. <laughs> well, speaking of, I'm trying to figure out a way to segue from Norm MacDonald to uh, movies here. Speaking of throwbacks a little bit, 20 years ago, uh, let's head to the movies real quick. I want to talk about something. Uh, the fresh in theaters and on HBO Max last week, *Malignant*. Uh, I'm assuming that you have watched this, Podman Ron. <laughs> oh, God. What's *Malignant*? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the uh, Snow White's uh, yes. uh, evil stepmother? Yes, it's no. It's a new horror movie from uh, the master of horror, modern master of horror, James Wan, from *The Conjuring* and and *Aquaman*, of course. And, and a fast saw. and a fast and furious movie here and there and saw and uh so yeah, so this was his long awaited here's a new series, a new story, so to speak, in the horror, horror world. Malignants were pre- premiered on HBO Max and in theaters this past week. Um and yeah, I figured no one would watch it but me. <laughs> but me, my sons and I, I watched to. it. You, I to. you still have a chance, you still have a few more weeks to catch up on. Uh <laughs> I'm, I'll go ahead and give it a rating of maybe a two. Uh, oh, never mind. It's the only thing that would probably give it. It could be a three, uh, but it's a. I say it's a throwback. And Podman Ron, I'm sure you will remember the the reference that I'll go to here uh, as I spoil it. it. It's a completely forgettable story up until the third act, where it kind of says, "Ah." This is what this stupid thing is about. It's a throwback to to me to Basket Case from early eighties horror movie. Does that ring a bell to you, Podman Ron? Basket Case? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that dumb movie. Okay, well this is it. This is <laughs> kind of it. Uh she's not Oh, it's so- a malignant tumor. Bingo. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. My God. Uh, I'll go ahead and spoil it uh, for you because again, if you wanted to see it, you would have seen it by now. But yeah, the the uh, the, the evil twin is still they they try to cut him out of the 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 main character, um, and they don't get him all the way out, so they just kind of shoved him back into her head. And then eventually he comes out, so he starts killing people. Is, and... is it like that uh, episode of Family Guy when uh, Peter Griffin had that little uh, tumor that popped out of his neck? I don't remember that, but probably the the only uh, thing the the only redeeming value here is that the fight scene, especially at the end, is just so over the top ridiculous that the uh, you know it's all computer generated, of course, but the the actress is fighting everybody and killing people and slashing people but doing it backwards because she's being controlled by this thing in the back of her head so she's facing backwards and she's moving backwards and all that stuff completely ridiculous alex if you watch it uh you can Uh watch the first five minutes and then fast forward until about 20 minutes to the end i would say okay (laughs) i can do that so is it? I mean, what's it on? Is it streaming or is it? Oh my gosh! Yes, it's, it's, well, it has to be streaming because like I know times. you. Oh, he did. <laughs> yep. Here goes number seven. It's on HBO Max and in oh, theaters. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, but no, it, when it got to that point, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I get it now, and I can appreciate this movie that it's almost a throwback to the old 80s slasher movies type stuff. So before I was looking at it like it was The Conjuring and supposed to be spooky and creepy. And I'm like, well, this is neither spooky nor creepy. This is kind of ridiculous. And then it kind of goes all out, balls to the walls. And I'm like, okay, well, I think it's supposed to be ridiculous. So um, anyway, so it's kind of a good time. I'm I'm sending you you all a picture of it that looked like this. Uh, Is that... uh, and I think if it, are you sending me a picture? Oh, yeah, a little bit like that, a little bit like Peter Griffith with the mini Peter Griffith on the Alex. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, I've already seen it. I saw it on Family Guy. Good enough. Yeah, you do not need to see it anymore. So, what would you uh, rate this movie, oh, Alex? Alex what am I? You literally already rated what am I? Is my mic on? I was Alex? busy looking up that picture for you guys. So you know. Oh, on, okay. Man. Podman Ron was busy busy doing research while I give a fucking review. I was doing research. I said I would give it a two because it really isn't. It's a completely throwaway movie. Uh, If he if they make a second one to try to make a series out of it, it'd probably be a lot more fun because it would completely forego anything any build up. And now that you kind of know the shtick of it, it'd be like okay, you could have a lot of fun with this character and everything, but. Uh, but it definitely reminded me of Basket Case from the early 80s. Kind of Basket Case? Yeah, classic uh, movie, which had like two or three spinoffs. So, yeah, Malignant has some some uh, some chops there. It's got some legs. Got some legs, so to speak. All right, uh, any other movies before I continue talking here? I have not seen anything. Oh, my God. And when I, I haven't seen, I, I haven't seen, like, I have still haven't seen Shang-Chi, I still haven't seen Free Guy or Candyman or any of these movies I wanted to see. Like, I haven't seen anything. And I'm like, uh... But you have been watching movies. Yeah, I've been watching movies. Give us one. Give us one. I watched, uh... I watched Lady Bird again Mm. the other day. Okay. That's Lady Bird. What? Lady Bird? It's a movie by Greta Gerwig. Uh, Coming of Age Tale. 
It's a coming of age tale. It's very good. A young woman uh, blossom or a young girl blossoming into a woman. Yep, I was uh, watching. You actually watched that? It's it's an amazing movie. It's beautiful. Um, it's absolutely stunning. Uh, but I watched it to look at the cinematography because I was trying to get some inspiration, and I, I really, I was like, I really like the natural kind of, I don't know, more established shots of Lady Bird. I thought okay. it was really pretty. Um, I've been wa- I watched some rom coms. Okay, we know you love a good rom com. Who does? Yeah. Most of the time, most of the ones I watched are uh, ones I've already talked about, but yeah. I watched Notting Hill and Four Weddings and a Funeral again. Jesus, Hugh, here we go with Hugh Grant again. <laughs> All right. Lovely Next. movies. All I right. Watched, I watched 500 Days of Summer. Okay. Uh, That's good. Mark Webb. Mark Webb, the director of Amazing Spider-Man. I did rewatch The Amazing Spider-Man. Did you get your... Son, did you get your period? <laughs> Oh, are you wearing a training bra? Sexism. Your little boobies pop up. Uh, Casual sexism. (laughs) All right. Well, let me ask you this, Alex, because I don't think you have yet. Uh, Have you watched Adaptation yet? No. Jesus. All right. And now I'll continue this. Uh, You talk about cinematography. Can I interest you in a little side of Terrence Malick? (laughs) Uh-huh. Director yeah, Terrence Malick, uh, he is known for his cinematography. He is known for his cinematography. I've seen a lot of stills. I actually, I don't think I've ever, I may have one movie. I don't remember what it was. Tree of Life is good, but it may not, You, I mean, I, I think you would enjoy it, but I, I think you may have to be a father with a, a, a young son uh, to really appreciate it and make you cry at the end. Uh, or, you may, or you may have to be a young son with a father to make you cry at the end. Uh, but, Not young. Uh, also, oh my God, what was his um, uh, John Smith and Pocahontas? What was his movie? Well, the New World. The New World was really good. Um, okay. Colin Farrell uh, was in it, and Christian Bell, I believe. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Terrence Malick. Terrence okay. Malick, if you want cinematography. Okay. That sounds like a plan because I really I've like that's pretty much all I've been doing like these last couple of weeks is just watching stuff and reading things just so I can have some sort of idea of what the hell I'm doing. All right, it's very exciting. It's very exciting. And I'm not sure if it's still on HBO Max. It may be, but uh, I think I've tried to get you to. Uh, and you may have watched uh, In the Mood for Love. Uh, oh, Wong, I almost watched that the other day. Wong Kar Wai. That is. The most beautiful movie ever made, music-wise and cinematography-wise. Wong Kar Wai, it stars one of Podman Ron's favorite, Tony Leung, who played the Mandarin in Shang-Chi. Yeah, I Uh, almost watched that. Oh, my God. You got to. It's it's slow as fuck, uh, and the music is monotonous, but it's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Shit. I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah, definitely. Shit, shit, shit. Anything by Wong Kar Wai just about yeah. I, I will i will uh give a vote too i think we we did like i think a lesson on him in my in, in my uh international film class ah, semester there you go yeah. very uh, influential yeah uh try keep an eye on the boxes uh the box. everything you know he has a frame within a frame which is a very japanese way if you've studied japanese cinema like i claim mm-hmm. to 
uh, Yazujiro Ozu mm. from the 1950s, a <laughs> Japanese movie director from the 1950s, Jesus would always shoot low and everything would be a frame within a frame. And Wong Kar Wai yep. does the same thing. There's always frames within a frame, which represent that the characters are boxed in with their lives. So anyway, uh, I would I would suggest watching a <laughs> Quinn Martin production. I would suggest going to the, another. Uh, he used to do that is with the beginning. Those opens like, circles. Or yeah. I, think you, and stuff. I think you should go on Adult Swim and watch the Mac Tyson shorts. <laughs> That's even better. Hey, those That's Quinn Martin stuff. Better. All right, hey, so, Quinn Martin production, nothing like it. That's true. Those opens That's were when fantastic. Men were men. Those <laughs> men were men, man. Yeah, men they were men. They did not watch Lady Bird or the next. They movie. didn't watch Lady Bird. Yeah, or... Dad, you. I, I'm gonna be honest, Pimar. You would you would ball watching Lady Bird. That movie's beautiful. That's a coming Brad, right I'm, film. I've I'm seen balling it. on the inside right now, son. <laughs> I don't think, I don't <laughs> for think, different I don't, reasons. I don't think I don't think Brad really cares for it, but I love that movie. It. I, I mean, I thought it was good. I, it didn't do much for me, but I, I recognized that it was good. It's very good. Did you like Little Women? Never saw that one. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> all right. Well, since we're on it, and I don't want you to catch all of the heat here, Alex, I will okay. go ahead and throw this out here and claim that Cruella on Disney Plus is kind of one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. No fucking way. I thought it was pretty fantastic, to be honest with you. And I hate myself for saying it. Uh, but my wife was like, yeah, I want to watch this. So the family sat down and watched it. I stayed awake, stayed awake for it. And the boys <laughs> didn't. It had the fantastic, most fantastic soundtrack. Uh, it takes place in the 70s in England. I, yeah, yeah, it's in England. Um I didn't know if it was a real country or, you know, a made-up country. Uh, so it's all, like, 70s Brit pop bands, you know, Rolling no Stones and all this kind of stuff. That's and David Bowie or whatever. The soundtrack is phenomenal. Emma Stone is fantastic. And it really brings to life this character that you really thought you could give a shit less about and you didn't need to know a story of. Uh, it's about the fashion world and uh, woman's revenge and all this stuff. And there's a great, I thought they did a great job with the character arc. And again, bringing this character to life that you could have, you had no idea you wanted to know this story. Uh, so I highly recommend Cruella, actually. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sad to say that, but I do. That was a, that was a glowing review. I, I, it was, the reason I say it was one of the better movies I've seen in a long time, because I had such low expectations of it. <laughs> I did. It was again. It was my wife's kind of pick and everything, uh, and so I'm like, "Yeah, sure, we'll watch it." And then I started watching it, and the the tone of the movie, the music, and everything, and I was I was captured right off the bat with it. And I'm like, "Wow, this is a kind of a fantastic movie." So, what would you give it? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I would go quite as far as a five, but it would probably be inching up there for a five. Um, wow, I was completely blown away by it. Um, so I, I definitely want to watch it again. Uh, I, again, I think that a lot of it was the the tone of the movie uh, and, yeah. and the soundtrack. Really, really, I really dug it, baby. You really dug it, baby. So now that we've completely disappointed Podman Ron, Podman Ron, what have uh, what movies do you have? Any new movies? I, d- I did not have anything. It's been a crazy week, so yeah. I, I'm sorry. Sorry, so I don't have anything on the movie front. Wow. So. All right. Oh. Oh. I tried to go see the Green Knight, but oh. and then work 
work got in the way. So oh, okay. It happens, so. I would love to hear your review of the Green Knight. Well, you know, if I if I ever get a chance to if work put in work, quit bothering you. Know, yeah. yeah. Another movie I, 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 I really want to see. I really want to see the Green Knight. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I would. I would like to see that. I think. I don't know. I don't know much about. You know, I've. I don't know if I've even watched the trailer to it, but I think I still would like to see it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Before we move over to the movies, I, I think I asked this maybe, I don't know if you were even on the show. I don't think you were, Alex. Another movie that <laughs> I claim to be either the greatest movie of all time or the worst movie of all time um, uh, is uh, a, a, a net on uh, Amazon Prime. I've heard of this. What it's, are we doing? What is this? Is this uh, it's like, kind of like me I and feel Alex. Like I'm on talking. the office, ladies. <laughs> Ow. Welcome Ow. to the Finer Things Podcast. Uh, yeah, the Finer <laughs> Things Podcast. What what the fuck is going on here? Alex and I haven't talked in a while. We're catching up, man. Leave yeah, us we're alone. catching up on good movies. All right. I'll just go I look won't... for funny memes. <laughs> oh, just wait just just wait till I start talking about Ted Lasso. That's coming up next. <laughs> I've got a Ted Lasso reference as well. Oh my goodness! Uh, I know we need to have our own podcast, Alex. All right, so real quick, Alex, I've I've, I've praised in a previous episode about this. Annette, either the best movie or the worst movie, uh, either the best music or the worst music, but it's a musical. Adam Driver and yeah. uh, Marianne Cotard and Simon yep. Helberg, who's in it for like five minutes, uh, but very bizarre. Uh, bizarrely uh, directed and storytelling. It's not necessarily non-linear. Um, it, it's all completely linear. Uh, 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 you know, a, a filthy comedian falls in love with an opera singer and they give birth to a baby that is a puppet. It's literally a puppet. Uh, but you kind of understand why toward the end. Uh, the songs in the movie has stuck with me and uh, I think I've watched it. It's like two and a half hours long. On Amazon Holy Prime, shit. I think I've watched it like three or four times. So what? Yeah. Is so, it one of those movies that like people want to get nominated for Best Picture? I don't know. Again, I, I need you to see it. I trust your opinion, Alex. I need you to see it and tell me if this is a piece of shit or it's brilliant. Because I'm, I'm oh, not sure. I could go either that's, way. That's nerve wracking. But I kind of, if I'm being honest, I kind of, I kind of fell in love with Adam Driver on this. He was fantastic. I fallen in love with Adam Driver a long time ago. I know, I know. My gosh, <laughs> Podman Ron is so disappointed in both of us. <laughs> I've got a new segment going on on the uh, on the uh, Podman uh, the Pod uh, Girls text chain. Yeah, no, no, no. It's called the Crazy Cat Lady or Eighty Sex Symbol. Oh, very nice. I see that. Who is that? Uh, you guess it, it, it could be Crazy Cat Lady or Eighty Six Symbol. You know this segment really doesn't work for our listeners. So. No, it doesn't. But uh, we'll, we'll take that offline. I, she looks familiar. Ah, uh, okay. Well, there you go. She does look familiar, but I can't tell if it's uh, maybe someone we went to high school with or not. But anyway, nope. all right. Uh, enough of uh, of uh, yeah, the girl talk. My mind to continue to wander. Here, the pod right? girls yeah. with uh, <laughs> Brad and Alex. Uh, you know, the only thing good is that, uh, uh, Podman Ron, you can't disown me. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Speaking of disowning people, uh, let's let's see what's on TV. Yeah. All right. What if 
What oh, if the show continues to sink to lower lower levels? Yes, absolutely, <laughs> man. I, we get it. You, you know, I I battled for this show. You did. I battled hard for this show. I, and I don't continued. think I've actually ever. I don't think I've battled for this show. Oh, I have battled for this show. But. Yeah, you yes, yeah. Show. Are you, you kidding me, Alex? Yeah, yeah, what the fuck are you talking about, Alex? I battled for one episode. I okay. battled for one. All right. But I'm just saying, it's slowly every week, it's it's getting just not as good as the week before. All right. Well, Although, I did like, I don't, I don't want to say I like, I felt like this, this week was better than the Doctor Strange week. Yeah, well, definitely. Okay. What? Doctor Strange was so sleepy time. All right, before we get into arguing about it, because this the what if is such a divisive show. It seems like it uh, really is. It, so this this week's episode just to set it up is what if Killmonger and Tony Stark were buddies. So in the first Iron Man movie, when he's in Afghanistan or wherever, and he almost gets killed and gets kidnapped. What if Warmonger or what Warmonger? What's Killmonger? Comes in and saves them, and they become best buds. So that's the setup. That's the premise. Is that little tangent universe was created when Killmonger came in and saved Tony Stark? So Podman Ron, I've tell, give me a break here. Tell me what's going on. Um, I mean, you just you did a fine job just explaining. He comes in. Why why did you hate it? (laughs) I'm not a big Killmonger fan to begin with. and it just seems to the point before it just seems like this is just an odd mix i mean and and i'm okay with odd mixes with what if but this this just didn't land with me it just seemed like it was really far-fetched and it was it wasn't enjoyable it was Hmm. not enjoyable at all it was not fun it was not fun to watch it was it was just kind of boring wow yeah and uh, Alex, I assume you watched it. Yeah, I, I yeah. Um, I don't. This is, I think, on par with the third episode for me, where it was just kind of fine. Which one was that? The Avengers. That was the, the Avengers Pink Pim? one. Yeah, yeah. And we did. Did we like, talk about the zombie one? Yeah. No, we have not. Oh, no, okay. okay. But it's like th- this one. I, I felt like. It's the same thing with with the third episodes. Like these are probably the two most like in MCU like I can imagine them. You know, like they don't mm. really stray outwardly like crazy right. from the MCU canon that we know. So it's kind of like okay. And I like how they use you know the history of the MCU. Like I like how they go through the history of Iron Man and like they you in that Killmonger is like really like smart in this. Like he does have a good plan. Kind of, I guess. Yeah, yeah great he plan. has a plan. But I mean, <laughs> but it was just, I agree, it was just kind of boring. Like, I was like, I like both of these characters, but I think the biggest downside of this episode that it has going for it and why it doesn't land is mainly because Robert Downey Jr. is not there voicing Tony Stark. <laughs> like, really. Like, if, if it was actually, like, I don't think the guy who's voicing him is doing a bad job. No, I, no, I, okay. I was going to say, I thought he did an okay job. I mean, yeah, but it's just like, there's something that's just like, takes me out of it because Jeff Bridges didn't return. Robert Downey Jr. didn't return. There's only like three people in the cast that like actually returned yeah. and that had like major speaking roles. So it's like, and I guess, and I also was a little bit off put spoilers uh, that when Black Panther died this episode, 
I, I get that the series was finished and written and <laughs> right. before Chadwick Boseman sadly passed away, but it was a little too close to home actually wow. seeing him die that I was like, eh, I didn't need to, I didn't need to go through with this, but yeah, it's fine. Eh, yeah, I mean, I mean, to your point, I mean, it was, I didn't like the way it ended either. And, and spoilers here, it was like, okay, so it ended with him taking over Wakanda and but then Shuri is teaming up with uh, Pepper, right? And they're going to fight him, and yeah. then it just ends. So I mean, well, I think we're noticing a trend that a lot of these episodes right. yeah. are very open ended, right? And and that's I know, fine, you know. And, and looking back at some of the old Wado stories, they would do that sometimes, you know. I mean, they would just yeah. yeah. But I think we're actually going to come back to a lot of these. Yeah, like, I do. Think, that's what I'm afraid of. There was only one. There was one what if story back in the seventies and eighties that had a continuation. I don't know if you remember this, Brad, but um, it was the it was a continuation of the very first what if, and the very first what if that ever happened was what if Spider Man joined the Fantastic Four, right? And at the end of that issue, what happened was Sue Storm left the team and didn't marry Reed Richards. She ended up she ended up marrying the Submariner. So, flash forward, you know, about two years later, they did a, a sequel to that. Maybe three years later, yeah. they did a sequel to that. You know, what if Sue Richards married Submariner? And uh, it was a continuation off of that. So, anyway, fun fact to know and tell. I there guess. you go. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, aside from the voice, though, I'm still a little bit off-put by the animation, I think. And especially in this episode... Uh, Tony Stark just kind of looked really weird. <laughs> he was very odd to me. I like the animation. I, there's just something odd and weird about it. I, I like the way they make the Watcher just kind of, you know, appear right, faded in the the sunset or the moonscape or whatever. I, it's just I like it. I, it's got a certain creepy feel to it. Uh, I so like it. I don't I, mind it too much. I'm 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 I think I kind of agree with. Brad, I like it with wide shots or like action. I really like it then, but with just two characters talking, it's 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 weird. Yeah, just off-putting. It, it's not bad. It's just yeah, yeah. It's just like there's a level of realism, but also just this the way I don't know, just the pudginess of the face where I'm like, <laughs> it's just something weird going on here. And it's like I don't know. I don't know. I, I will just say this, and you, you said it, Alex, about being boring, is the fact that, I mean, I'm watching it, and at one point, I was like, oh, my God, how long is this one? And I, I thought, I'm, I, I felt like I'd been watching it for, like, an hour. On yes. Side. You know, I looked at it, <laughs> yeah. I, I even turned on the thing to see how much more time I yeah. had, and yep. it was like, oh, I'm on 25 minutes. Yeah. Of, I was like, oh, my God. And it was only, yeah, like, a 35-minute episode. Really long. Like, yeah, it was... So long feeling. It felt, it felt yeah, like it could I've have ended heard... about three times. Yeah. 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 It was very long and unnecessarily so. so. Yeah. I'm hoping <laughs> right. it will, I'm hoping it will spruce up a little bit. In the end like, though, yeah. in the end, I really, this is like the, the one show, like I was really excited for, but I honestly don't care if it's good or bad. Cause okay. like, I think I it's just a, I agree with you on that. It's, it's 
it's a really a hit and miss show, but I just figured it's 30 minutes, so I'm not yeah. investing too much time right. into it. So. And, and, and that's the thing that you have to, like, I think in the end, it's like, I, I think it's, we, we mentioned that this show is so divisive, but that's really because you, this show is 30 minutes and it's, everyone's going to have a different taste of what they like in a 30 minute little episode. So just, like, just want a good one. Just want a good story. Brad, have you <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, I like I like the first one. I like the uh, Avengers one. I, I thought that was for I like that one, and I like the uh, Guardians one. Uh, the zombie one, eh, I could take it or leave it. That was kind of Brad. Like, what eh. did you think of the zombie episode? I mean, I guess it was okay. Again, it was just sort of, yeah, just I just didn't care for anything. And then having uh, Ant Man's head going full Futurama and everything it was just sort of like that is, it, it just it was just whatever and, and, and yeah it should be called whatever instead of what if and then Vision was you know keeping Wanda fed zombie Wanda fed and all that stuff and then just within a matter of seconds he was like you know what I think I did fuck up it was just kind of very bizarre and I think that one of their I think that their their problem is, and I get why they you know have to do it or feel like they have to do it. They're so limited because they're only playing with the cinematic universe characters. You know, yeah. if you had what if the Avengers fought the Squadron Supreme or some you know kind of bullshit stuff like that, then it's like okay, I would love to see that or something. You know, but they can only play with these small subset of characters almost. So that I don't know. I don't know how much good storytelling they can do there without. Going, you know, going too deep into the Marvel, uh, Marvel canon. So I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're kind of limited, and I think that is that is a problem that they are kind of just stuck in this endless cycle that they really can only use content from movies that we've already seen. So right. there's really there's only a certain level of originality that can come right. with any of it. Right. Just so it's like. I don't really blame the writers. I mean, they're they're trying to write clever things into a thirty minute episode. Sure, and, and they're doing a good job. But it's just like, I just think from a premise, I'm starting to see the cracks that this just isn't necessarily an interesting story, holistically. Right. But whatever, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Well, I, I think you're right that we're going to see the, you know, a lot of these characters that you know the zombie episode will appear in Captain Britain episode or whatever type stuff, but. Yeah. We'll see. Um, over to some happier stuff, uh, and you don't get much happier than than uh, Ted Lasso. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> Whoa, no, man, run kidding. out. No, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just go back to my little. I'll send y'all some more funny memes. Oh, okay, uh, Alex, tell me how much you love Ted Lasso. I fucking love Ted Lasso. Do you love Ted Lasso enough to forgive the Christmas episode, though? Ouch. <laughs> what's, that? what's the Christmas episode? The Christmas episode was the episode which occurred at Christmas time in the um, Dead Lasso. Was it yeah. bad? I thought it was pretty weak. It wasn't it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. Yeah. I think that in the first episode of this season yeah. are probably the weakest episodes of Ted Lasso yet. But what I will say is that this season, I'm sorry, have you caught up all the way to... No. Oh, wow. I, I may be oh, missing God. two episodes. 
Oh man. Oh gosh. Wow. Uh, as of right now, this season has a lot more drama uh, than last and it's really good. The writing, the writing just now after episode eight, and I'm really excited for episode nine tomorrow. Um, but it is just Uh really, (laughs) PMR has sent us another, uh, name this eighties hottie. Uh, She looks like a chain smoker. Um, I got that one already. You know who this one is? Yes, I already answered it. Boom. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, right. man. Please continue, um, Alex. But yeah, for, for everyone taking... Uh, it's Justine Bateman, everyone. <laughs> uh, but, I will, but Ted Lasso, I will say, I think it still reigns supreme as the probably best written show on TV right now. Um, All right. In terms of, in terms of character plot escalation like it, it has very good pacing and the jokes finally i think are really really coming to forefront again and i think it, i don't know the season started a little little weak on writing but it, it's it cemented itself once again as this giant uh that does not get enough love right. tv plus what <laughs> i will try i, I will try to uh, catch up on that Everyone loves Ted Lasso that watches Ted Lasso, but not a lot of people watch Ted Lasso. True. Which is sad. I think it's a, I think it's a miracle of a show. Wow. I think it's an absolute miracle. Do you watch Megadoon? No. Oh, my God, Alec. How, how the fuck am I watching all these musicals and you aren't doing shit? Dude, I don't know. I watched, uh... <laughs> What happened to me? What happened to my life, Alex? I um I I don't know you you you've gotten into the musical scene. Um, I will be watching Dear Evan Hansen uh, this Oof, week. That got really week. poor reviews. Oh, uh, I did. I'm, yeah, I'm ready to make. I'm ready to make. I, I saw the trailer and I knew it was going to be terrible. So I'm I'm ready. I'm prepared. Why, why do you mean it? You thought it was going to be terrible. You don't think it looks good, Alex? No, it looks absolutely awful. <laughs> I thought it looked terrible from the first trailer. But you oh, love this. Like, you love the play. You love the stage. Yeah, you like the play. So I love the music. I love. I've seen it twice. I really okay, love but, that show. But, but uh, the movie looks terrible. It always looked terrible. I don't know who. Huh. I know, I don't know who thought it would make a good movie. It does not. It should never have been translated. But how's it different? I mean, it's in a high school. It's in a home. I mean, it's not like you're <laughs> you're taking. I mean, it's just not. It's not move. It's it's it's, it's it, it, it is meant for the stage. It is just not. It's not something I think that needed to be translated. And also, I don't know why Ben Platt wanted to keep playing. That man's like twenty eight, <laughs> and he was like, "I'm gonna play a sixteen year old again." Like, well, I thought he good. was. I thought he was special. Like, like you know, oh. special needs. Yeah, that's oh, what it uh, looks like. Dear Evan Hansen. Nope. No. Evidently, I'm wrong. Right. Yeah. No, do you want to do you want to know the spoilers for Dear Evan Hansen? No, I'd like to see the movie. It looks pretty good. <laughs> oh God, yeah. we got an, we got another Shang Chi on our hands. I give Dear Evan Hansen a five out of five. <laughs> Best movie ever. I love it. Like what I like. Bad story, bad acting. Five. <laughs> 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 oh God. <laughs> Uh, I still haven't seen Shang Chi. Yeah. Yeah. Well, still well, seen it. Well, I was going to, uh, but uh, we've got a good segue here. I was going to save it for my retro review, but I'll go ahead and say it now. 
uh, to get into it and maybe give a little bit of credence back to Podman Ron, but maybe not too much. Uh, I started, I forced myself to get through the first couple of episodes of Kim's Convenience on Netflix, uh, starring uh, Simu Liao, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. And I kind of love it. I kind of love Kim's Convenience now. And I, I, I tie that into Ted Lasso in the sense that it's sort of, it's sort of one. It's just a, a you know, pretty well written show uh, that is just kind of a nice, heartwarming show. You know, there's nothing too, you know, uh, heavy in it or, or or anything like that. It's not, you know, have you know, sexy jokes like or, or filthy jokes like Family Guy or anything like that. It's just kind of a good all around family show, and uh, the Shang Chi because I can't say his real name. Is it? How do you say his name? Alex, I thought it was just Simu Liu. Simu Liu, Liao. That's Liu? the American. That's the American way to say it. Yes, yeah. I, the Chinese is very complicated. Yeah, and uh, he shows more emotion in Kim's convenience than he does in Shang Chi. <laughs> well, that's not hard. Uh, so he's a much more likable character in Kim's convenience than Shang Chi that he's getting all this praise for. So I thought that was kind of funny. I'm like, oh my god, I like this. I like this TV show, and I like so the you character. recommend the TV show. I, I mean, recommend the TV show. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Is it is it thirty minute episodes? Thirty minute episodes. I think it's maybe five seasons or so. Brand in Canada. Really? Yeah. So, it, didn't that? Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that was on there that long. Was that a TBS show? <laughs> no, it was. A, it's a Canadian show. It's in Canada. It takes place oh. in Canada and all that stuff. And it's about a Korean family that owns a. Uh, a convenience store on the corner. So it's kind of like uh, Fred Sanford of the New Age. I don't know. <laughs> but it's a little bit like that. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a single camera type shoot. It's not like a multi-camera on a stage or a soundstage or anything. Uh, but it's, it is, it, to me, it was a little bit of a throwback to kind of non-controversial 80s sitcom, which uh, 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 Ted Lasso kind of reminds me of. You know, it's sort yeah. of like, yeah, it's just a good show that you kind of watch it and say, like, ah, life's worth living after all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people don't always suck. Mm. that. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I mean, I've, I've heard of this show, and I, I was going to give it a try. So now that you've uh, recommended it, Bradley, I think I will. The first couple of episodes, you may you know have to plow through and when i say a plow through it's not like it's oh my god i gotta struggle well it's just kind of you don't really get a good sense of the character interactions but then they start building up and you see kind of reoccurring characters that come into the store and stuff like that and it's 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 fun so there you go uh any other tv podman ron you're a tv lover here what do you got uh, I have nothing. I do not believe or do I? Did I put anything on the list? And not on TV, I, but you you do no, have something for the uh, Bosch report. Oh uh, yeah, I, I finally watched the uh, last episode of Bosch. Um, it was just as bad as the rest. <laughs> and is this the last of the season or the last of the series, or do we know? What they're they are making a, a spinoff of Bosch right. apparently. Right. I don't know how this goes, but apparently Amazon l- lost the rights to it, or they what? changed networks, or I That's don't know crazy. what it is, but they couldn't use Bosch in the title of the new show. 
really? something I've read. Yeah, so I don't know what it's going to be called. Um, so the last episode, spoilers for you people yeah. watching Bosch, whoever the fuck would that be, but um, you can't say that. You've watched the entire show. Uh, no, <laughs> you watched the whole fucking thing. Uh, I wish you took me to watch this show. I've never no. watched a show that oh, no, you no, 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 no. complain about it. <laughs> I, I've never watched a show where it's so irritating, but yet you get wrapped up into it. It's it is so cliche. Okay, so so at the end, Bosch is is decided he's walking out of the department, and his is the chief of police is is proven to be corrupt with the oh. FBI, and 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 Bosch just had enough, and he storms out, and the, and he does something against what the police chief wants, and he storms out, and. He's walking out, and this the bad guy gets shot in front of the police department, and Bosch comes up, steps over his body. Yeah, he pretty much does. And and the and the cops shoot the guy that shot the the bad guy, and because it was like a revenge type thing, and and Bosch has just had enough, and the police chief's standing there, and Bosch walks up to him and hands him his badge, mm. and he goes, "You can just keep this," and starts walking <laughs> off, and the police chief. Which any other people would just go, whatever, fuck off. Right, you know, right. You know, good riddance. It saves me the police some chief's like, how are you going to live without being a police officer? <laughs> Wait, does, does he yell Who that out? that out. Yeah, does he I yell mean, that out while Bosch is walking across the street yes, in his Baxter? Wait, wait, wait. While, while Bosch is walking past this, the cast, because now the cast is ah, outside. Right, everybody's you know, standing the there. Dead body. You know, he walks between all the lines like it's a parade. <laughs> and the police chief yells, what are you going to do if you can't be a cop? It, it was so terrible. It was such a terrible line. It was so goofy. And, like, no one. Uh, does he answer live my, does he answer well, live he, my life? Or I would have said, you know, personally, well, yeah, I would have been like, I don't go to work at Home Depot. I'll be fine. <laughs> what if it ended like that? I don't know. I think I'm going to go to CBS. Bosch should have did. He should have turned around and gone, I got lined up at Home Depot. But no, Bosch, next scene, I said it ended there, but like, there's like an end credit scene where Bosch is getting his private investigator's license. Ooh, nice. Oh. Online? Does he do it online? <laughs> He's they, doing it It shows online. him clicking on, you know, yes and no answers, and it prints it out. At the you end. too could be a private detective. <laughs> He puts his credit card details in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so terrible. It was such a bad ending. Uh, oh, anyway. what's, zip, what's my zip code? Fuck, I forgot where I got this code. <laughs> I forgot my passcode. At the end, the camera pulls back. He's at his desk. He puts his feet up. The camera keeps pulling back. Somebody's etching into the glass door, you know, Bosch PI, and then it closes. And then the end. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so I'm a sax- sure the next... a, sa- a saxophone plays in the background. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to really show how much of a, a fucking loser I am. I know, I know nobody ever has seen, maybe Brad has, but none of our listeners. <laughs> Has ever seen my three sons? Alex probably never even heard of my three sons. What the fuck is that? Okay, exactly. Yeah, thank you, Brad. So, okay, this is so really you're both fucking. Okay, I, I shouldn't even reveal this, but 
on my three sons, yeah. the youngest son was Ernie. Look Ernie like Johnson, I think. <laughs> no, Ernie Douglas. Yeah, oh, yeah I, I think, but the actor's name was Ernie as well, right? No, it's Stanley Livingston. Livingston? I thought okay. that was Chip. No, no. Are you sure about that, Podman Ron? No, I'm not. I'm going to have to fact check you. Yeah. No, because Chip, no, Chip and Ernie were brothers in real life. Correct. Right? Yeah, I believe that's true. So, okay. So, okay. So I found, it just popped up one day. I found Ernie yeah, on right. Facebook. So now I follow Ernie. Oof. From, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I follow Ernie on Facebook. And it turns out, over the years, you wouldn't recognize him unless you see him now. Right. Brad, but he's been in all kinds of TV shows. I oh, mean, okay. I see that he's now. in... He's in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's been in, you know, all these FBI shows and stuff. And I didn't know this, but he was in Bosch. He's the M.E. in Bosch. Oh, my gosh. How about that? Wow. So, I don't know if anybody's still listening to this podcast as I'm rambling on. I but love it. He revealed, he, he revealed that uh, he's coming back as the M.E. in the new Bosch spinoff. So, there's it's, a little... Uh, really? All right. No, yeah. I'm looking. You're, you're absolutely right that... Uh, I have a question. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> About Barry Livingston? Are you kidding me? Alex, come on now. Come on. You hey, you, hey, you know what, son? Go watch My Three Sons, and then you tell me who cares. Yeah, tell um, me who's not crying at the end of that fucking show. Yes, right. <laughs> About fathers and sons. Oh, yeah, he, right. he's got quite the uh, credits to his uh, yeah, name here. Yeah, he's got, he's got like a huge list. I thought he just like faded into obscurity, but no, that motherfucker's been working since he was a kid. Busting his hump, yeah. I feel like Bust a Busting his hump, man. 67 so, years old and has been working since he's like five or something. That's yeah, great. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's so like the, the lesser known uh, Opie Cunningham. Well, yeah, little Opie Cunningham. Did, uh, did he, uh, was was I right on his name? Yes, Stanley yeah. No, Barry. B- yes, Barry St- Livingston. Stanley played Chip, yes. I, I okay, thought his so, real name was Ernie, though. I am a fountain of useless knowledge. You are. You are an amazing person. <laughs> you are so special. That's one way to look at it. I'm looking at, yes, his brother didn't stay. I mean, his brother's got a shit ton of credits as well, but nothing uh, nothing too modern. Yeah, so there you, there, you, there you have it, you know. Oh, look at that. Good old Barry Livingston. Jeez, congratulations, man. I'm proud of him. I, I bet we can get him on uh, the podcast. I, I, no, I think we can get his brother, but not him. He's too busy. Are you kidding me? I can, if, I get, if I started a Bosch podcast, I could get him on it. You know, and looking at some of his headshots, I mean, he looks like he would play the uh, the chief of police or, or maybe someone from like IA or something like that. You know, like someone who's going to come yeah. in and fuck things up. He's but uh, the the guy who played Chiefs of Police is uh, Lance Riddick, which is yeah. he's fucking awesome, man. I mean, he's, his talent is definitely wasted on that show. <laughs> well, so it's uh, Barry Livingston's, it sounds like, but okay, yeah, probably so. All right, so, but anyway, yeah, that's it. So you know, I'll just have to wait for the the, the new show to come out. All right, I can't wait, and we'll start the new podcast with it. I guess the new podcast. <laughs> The new Bosch and improved Bosch cast. 
All right, uh, Alex, what is coming? What's what's going on with you next? You, you're watching movies for cinema, trying to learn a little bit of cinematography from the from the masters. What else is on your hit list to watch, other than, of course, the things I've recommended? Um, I I, I would love to go see Free Guy and and Shang Chi. Um, I really, I actually really was going to watch Malignant. I actually heard some decent things from a reviewer that I really like, and I was like, maybe I'll. Maybe I'll tune in. Yeah. Maybe I'll just watch twenty five minutes of it. Yeah. Well, uh, while you're <coughs> while you're goofing on at the internet and doing whatever the kids do, yeah, turn it on. It's not going to hurt you. Okay. And then I'm thinking, I really want to watch adaptation, and I need to sit down and watch it. So we'll see. But I don't know. I'm not really doing much. I, I'm really just working on scripts and doing revisions and coverage and all sorts of stuff. I'm yeah. just. Just doing, doing doing your best life. Uh, another one I just <laughs> Podman Ron's going to kill us. Uh, another one that I just remembered <laughs> that again is a little divisive of a movie, and I fucking love it. Is uh, uh, I'm going to screw up the title. Synecdoche, New York. Yes, written by Charlie. Movie. I think written and directed by Charlie Kaufman, who did yep. adaptation. Of- when do y'all have time to watch this kind of shit? I mean, I can't even watch the good stuff, and you guys are watching this. I'm sorry, terrible stuff. I, know. I, mean, I know, apologize. We don't have time to watch this. But go ahead. Right. Proceed. It's an addiction. Uh, proceed. Have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen it, Alex? Um, I've I've almost watched it. I think we we were deciding between that and uh, La La Land, and I think I asked to watch La La Land instead. Gotcha. Yeah, the synecdoche is a horribly uh, depressing, uh, introspective movie about a, a uh, I guess he's a playwright, maybe. But when you talked about writing scripts and everything, he you know writes a script about a movie about his life, and he's trying to find the truth about his life, and it ends up. Charlie that... Kaufman seems like a, a one note writer. <laughs> it is, but it's so it starts. Uh, this uh, starts Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, oh, and wow. he's so fantastic at it. He's have you? That reminds me of a movie. Uh, have you ever watched The Devil All the Time? Yep, I've seen with Ethan yeah. Hawke, maybe. Yeah, Ethan Hawke and okay. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Speaking of the depressing movie, <laughs> right? The movie's literally the like the saddest movie I think I've ever watched in my life. Like I remember being visibly just like depressed after that. I was like, that's I don't know one. what to do. Yeah, I, I met Ethan Hawke after that. Uh, oh, wow. oh, how yeah. about that? Look at at that. the Virginia Film Festival. Wow. Well, and Ethan Hawke ties back over to Moon Knight, so there you go. Yeah. He's very excited about that show. <laughs> I would be, He's too, like, if I could suck he, on that Marvel teat a little bit. I'd, he, but it's very him. weird. Like, him and Oscar Isaac are, like, these really high-profile actors, and they're, like, just, like, this show's fucking bonkers. I fucking love it. So I'm like, wow, this must be indie as hell for these two guys to I be like... So. Yeah. No, it's called the paycheck, is what exactly. they're getting. That's, That's what I said. I no, I've never oh. seen two like newbie Marvel actors so like enthused to be a part of something, especially because Isaac will take a paycheck. He was in fucking Apocalypse for God's sake. He take a yeah, paycheck. Yeah, like for, I don't know. <laughs> for anything, they don't want to get Johansson. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> I uh, oh, well, Oscar Isaacs is a you know he'll do a. Video for your company if you pay him enough. We'll do a cameo of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he is a cameo. He does a cameo. God, happy Oscar birthday, Isaac. Brad! 
Dude, I'm on the set of Moon Knight right now. <laughs> Dude, happy birthday. I'm on coming the set of Moon Knight. Disney, coming to Disney Plus in November 2022. So stoked. <laughs> so stoked it's your birthday, man. Reminds me of when I did the Apocalypse. That was a great movie, wasn't it? <laughs> Hashtag Disney Plus. Uh, and he's coming out with a new show on HBO, uh, Scenes from a Marriage. Uh, yeah. Re- remake of Ingmar Bergman, I believe. Yes. Swedish movie. Yes. Uh, that's, which looks like it's equally as depressing as uh, I'll get out. So love a good depressing yeah. movie. There's been a lot of movies about. You, know, you notice that after Marriage Story, there's just been a lot yeah. more movies about divorce. <laughs> hey, back to Adam Driver. And Scarlett Johansson. There's been a lot. There's just been. That's actually one of my favorite movies of all time. That's, um, if you would, uh oh. Yeah. I say go to go to YouTube. Look up Norm Macdonald. Get away from this crazy, <laughs> yeah. depressing shit. Those my costume uh, shorts on Adult Swim. And, and, and laugh at some Norm Macdonald. Priceless man. Hey, they're uh, uh, they're, they're they're funny. Uh, I can't do it. Yeah, McDonald. exactly. Hey, whatever happened to Stephen Wright? By the way. Who? He was the uh, stand-up comedian that kind of had a little bit of frizzy hair, but bald on top, and he would very, very <laughs> monotone. That sounds like every comedian. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, "I uh, went to the dry cleaners today. Like, <laughs> my suit came back wet, or you know, it was stuff like that." And uh, he was big in the eighties. Nice. Whatever happened to him? Whatever. What, can we make that a segment? What, what happened to? That's a, not a bad segment. Whatever happened. What happened to? Him. Talk about Justine Bateman and her uh, movie. Uh, can we talk? We can talk about Liz McGuire. What happened to Liz McGuire? Yeah. They, well, they were going to do a remake or a reboot of it. Oh, oh the, said, speaking of which. Yeah. Speak talk about Doogie Hauser. No, not no. that. <laughs> yeah. So, Punky Brewster got canceled. I I saw that. Yeah. After one season. Oh, Punky! <sighs> Poor Punky. Oh, Punky, Punky. She got she got another reduction. <laughs> Her salary. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Speaking of which, okay. see if you get this segue. Have you watched Ghost World recently? Anybody watch Ghost World? Young Was Star? that a Brad Pitt know. movie? A what? Was that Brad Pitt movie? No, that was Cool World. That was Cool World. No, this was a, a young Scarlett Johansson, if you get my Ugh. segue there from Punky Brewster to young Scarlett Johansson. Uh, based off of a graphic based off of a graphic novel. It's good. Steve Buscemi. You know what I want to watch? Tell me. I'm sure it's going to be some... Something that Podman Ron's going to look <laughs> disapprove. <laughs> Rogers, the musical. Oh, yeah, that does sound good, actually. <laughs> I want a I want a Captain America musical. Rogers the musical. Uh, well, maybe uh, maybe Disney Plus will you know do a one shot. Oh, awesome. that would be. Good. I think it should be the next rap musical. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be good. Was it, just six just six white people? <laughs> it, didn't somebody do a screen grab and say something like? I think that's Matt Damon playing Steve Rogers, or isn't there something like that running around the interwebs? Yeah, they think Thor is played by Chris Evans in the shot. And, oh, okay, and that's the what shot. it is. Okay, yeah. But people I are crazy. Really, I'm, yeah, I'm like, I don't think, I don't think any amount of money would get Chris Evans to go. Yeah, I'll play. 
Thor. I won't revive my role of this, but sure, I'll play Thor in the musical. Yeah, I mean, then again, if you if you offered me ten million dollars to do it, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. And then he talks about how wonderful of a show Hawkeye is. This is the yeah, he, I'm so stoked for this show. He he did say he was stoked. Yeah, well, there you go. Who you talking about? We were we're just bringing it full full circle, saying that. Uh, yeah, enough money would make uh, Chris Evans come back. Oh, yeah. You're right. And he would talk about how much he loves working for Marvel and Disney. I love it. Oh, uh, they're, they're all shitting on Marvel and Disney right now because of Scarlett Johansson didn't get $100 million like she thinks she deserves for that turd fest. Wow. All right. Well, so uh, Eternals is coming up next month, right? No. Is that October or? November Eternals. I don't know what yeah. is it. No one's November. No, November. Okay, so nothing. No, um, next, no, we got Venom. Uh, we got Venom coming up. You're right. Everybody forgot about that. Tom Hardy is on the uh, doing the press junkets. I think trying to tease out that it's going to be okay. Uh, Brad, let's do another movie morning with the boys. Uh, with Venom? Venom, come on. Yeah, come on. Oh, my God. They enjoyed that. That'd be fun. Let's go. We're we'll going to an early show. That'd be fun. Let's just do that. Let's plan yeah, on doing so that. I'm going to have to add Venom to the list of movies I'm just not going to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Oh, come on. We'll see. We'll see whenever it comes out. I'm very That'd busy in October. So what? I'm very busy in October. I've got you know it comes out October 1st, It's October right? 1st. I mean, come on, man. Okay, I'm not busy that weekend yet, but... <laughs> Maybe soon. Maybe what soon. about uh, Eternals? Eternals is November fifth. I am busy that weekend. I can't see that weekend. That's Monster Rama Con. What is? Or no, that's October. Never mind. I forgot. No, this I, is November fifth. I can't November go see Eternals. Yeah, you can. Yes, it just looks horrible. It looks uninteresting. I won't say it's horrible. It looks uninteresting. That's all. Well, you know, we used to say the same thing about something else I'm sure I'm sure we did yeah. and we love Shang-Chi Shang-Chi <laughs> but man, Brad, just remember when we, when we first went and saw E.T. as youngsters we didn't know what that was we had no idea Yeah, and we true. went in there and we loved that movie so yeah. there you go that's true, that's true. it's always yeah. a surprise it was just it was about a special ed alien yeah oh, oh god Podman Ron has always stood by that E.T. was not the smartest of the aliens I mean, if you've been to the ride at Universal, there's a case to be made. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Brian always said, I mean, Podman Brian always said that, you know, that there was just, a case to be made. He was a slow that. learner. He was just a slow learner. Yeah, he yeah. got left behind. Don't worry about it. He's all right. Yeah. And just... All right, so. He did. He literally got left behind. <laughs> literally got left behind. Twice. Uh, so, Alex, I really do eventually, before the end of the year, want you to watch Adaptation and uh, Annette, if you would do that for me, please. You know what? That just would like, make me very like happy. My, just like my Suicide Squad review, if I watch Adaptation, we'll dedicate a whole episode. I would love that. Just, I will. You tell me. You text me when you're going to watch it, so I can rewatch it. It's been a while since I have, but I. And y'all, let me know what episode that is. I <laughs> won't be on it. I'm fine. Well. <laughs> Great. Well, <laughs> y'all can put it on the uh, Patreon account. <laughs> Podman the after Podman after Dork. It'll be Podman after Dork. I I have very good conversations about 
cinema with Alex. You I talk about movies with. <laughs> Alex I talk to about cinema with. Oh, like, Lord. Like, Zack Snyder's <laughs> Justice League. I still Pure like it. Cinema. I still love it. All right. Well, so we got a few things. Podman Ron, you need to give us some give us some more input for next week. Give us go see a movie, go see a TV show. Try something new. Do something new. with your life. Do something with your life. <laughs> we could do the Deadpool. I mean, there you go. There's something we could... Well, we'll save Why that for you... a Christmas episode maybe. <laughs> Christmas special. Christmas Who's going to die? We've had a, a lot of people die this year. Yeah, yeah. If only we did a Deadpool during 2020. Yeah, that would have been good. But yeah, Could've have we had been. a lot of people die this year? Yeah, it feels really. like it. Ed Asner. <laughs> I mean, other than Norm Macdonald, who who's really died? Well, we co- we used to cover one or two a week. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but were they big though? I mean, yeah, I mean, no one we cared about. I mean, Charlie. Watts. I didn't. I didn't give a crap about who Charlie who. The drummer from the Rolling Stones. Oh, oh yeah. The guy from The Wire last week or week before last. I didn't um, know who that was. No, that, that's true, but it still doesn't negate the fact that he's dead. Podman <laughs> <laughs> Ron thinks he's like the fucking watcher or whatever. Is like, I oversee everything. If I don't see it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> I don't know who that was, man. I mean, I, mean, I, I get I that. wasn't famous because I didn't know him. I mean, I understand <laughs> that, but his family's still grieving. But <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm sure. I just don't give I'm a shit. Not, um. And, uh, the weatherman guy. Oh yeah, Willard Scott. God bless Willard Scott. I don't know. Yeah. Condolences so, to his family, though. Of course, yes. I don't care. But Podman Ron, yeah, we we need you to to see a movie at least. Um, okay. We didn't do a streaming will, but we didn't do a streaming will. But you know, we'll we'll get back on track with that. We'll yeah. Give that a break. We'll give the will a break. Give the will a break. Maybe we'll just refresh it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so come back with your suggestions and come back with uh, a new movie that may be a good a surprise movie that none of us have seen before. Podman, All right. I'll, I'll find something. I, I've got one in mind that'll you know that I've been wanting to watch. So it'll shock. It'll surprise. Shock and amaze. All right. Well, that sounds like Excited. a good time. But until yeah. next time, Alex. Oh, save it for the podcast.